The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, Renee Young shoots on her WWE departure. We preview tonight's AEW Dynamite. But first, is NXT on the move? Larson, what's in the news? So, could NXT's Super Tuesday become a permanent thing, Steve? Could every Tuesday be Super Tuesday for NXT? I ask you this. Ugh, ugh, I hope not. You're not into the idea. Let's get to the news first. Tuesday's my impact day, man. All right, that's why you don't want it to happen. Anyways, Russell Vos tweeted out earlier today that, quote, over the past month or so, discussions have transpired regarding NXT moving off Wednesday nights. No decision imminent. However, talks are ongoing. The numbers over the next two weeks might have some impact on this decision. In a follow-up, Fightful Select, go subscribe to Fightful Select. Terrific. Uh, Great work. Uh, added that USA isn't as concerned about the competition on Wednesday nights between NXT and AEW. And they also noted that WWE was, quote, receptive to the idea of moving nights. So Russell Votes mentioned numbers, rating numbers. Ratings are in for this week's edition of NXT. And they're up from the previous week, uh, all the way up to 849,000. Last week, 824, perhaps more importantly. NXT yeah. within the top 10 Whoa. of the all-important. It's really the only number that really matters. 18 to 49 demo. When they go head-to-head against uh, AEW, sometimes they're not even the top 50. Here's all the, the uh, 10. Here, so the, here's some interesting numbers about this. This is from Carla on Twitter from uh, Carlos Toro, who is a combat sports writer, uh, reporter uh, at Carlos Toro 360. The September 1st episode of NXT, like we just mentioned, averaged 849,000. It's second best viewership number of the year, of 2020. And it drew, like you said, uh, 10th best uh, demo, a .26. Uh, To compare, NXT's last three weeks without AEW competition has done 842,000 viewers. Compare that to NXT's last three weeks against AEW competition, 693,000 on average. So we're looking at 150,000 or so difference there. Even worse, NXT's last six weeks against AEW competition, it gets lower, 680,000 viewers per episode. That's a pretty big swing. And like you said, most That's weeks when they're when they're against AEW, that demo number is not very good. It, oh, it's it, terrible. It, yeah. Um, so uh, if, if USA wants this, if, you know, they want more money in their revenue, if it's going to keep NXT's TV deal going, um, it seems like a no-brainer, like an absolute no-brainer to do this. Um, I would hope, I would hope that Impact Wrestling would then change their schedule to Thursday. Not so head-to-head that, against NXT. Tuesday no, Night Wars, NXT versus Impact Wrestling. I look, man. I have a really good time watching Impact with the friendos. That would unfortunately go away uh, if that were the case. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Impact 
move to Thursdays if that was the case. But that's out of my hands, man. I don't own any part of Impact Wrestling. You don't. They just they own a little piece of my heart, though. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems to be the case. I think mm-hmm. it's just Lizard Steve. I think Lizard Steve is 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 what really draws you to Impact Wrestling. It's the honestly, like you're you're partially right. It's the community. Like, dude, we got like 400 people strong watching that's Impact crazy. with us, and it's a that's lot of fun. Numbers. It's it's the kind of show that like. It's you know wrestling just in general is more fun to watch with people mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah it's it's a blast so yep. uh, hopefully that gets figured out yeah uh, anyways and it's somebody else who's figuring things out Renee Young shooting hard on her WWE <laughs> departure uh, she appeared on the most recent episode of the Sports Illustrated Media podcast and spoke about when she decided to step away from the WWE these transcripts come to you via Fightful uh, she says this when backstage got canceled. That was really the moment for me. Backstage got canceled, I got COVID, and a lot of shit happened. The COVID thing aside, that was the icing on the cake. I'm at home, I get my diagnosis. That same day I find out that backstage got canceled, it was when backstage got canceled that I was like, what am I doing? I'm not really doing anything anymore in my skill set of being a host. There's nowhere for me to do that anymore. Even with Talking Smack coming back, I heard the rumblings and I was planning on perhaps doing that, but I was like, I feel like I'm taking steps back and spinning my wheels. To go back to the show and not doing it with Daniel Bryan, to not be doing it with former vice president of global television production, Mike Mansuri, who is also no longer with the WWE, that was the magic of what that show was to me. All that stuff happening at once. I was like, what am I doing here? I checked off all the things I've been able to do, stepping away from doing commentary, which ultimately left a bad taste in my mouth, and going to work for Fox was incredible. I'll still be doing things for Fox as we're trying to figure out what that looks like with WWE, so that's cool. Just not having any platforms in WWE, I was spinning my wheels. I'm turning 35. Time to shit or get off the boat. It's time to start making moves. Otherwise, I would stay there forever and not be proud of my accomplishments anymore. She talked about, uh, you know, pitching ideas as well, other things for her to do, um, and, 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 you know, those pitches largely falling on deaf ears, uh, the process of, uh, you know, she tweeted out that she had tested positive for COVID, how that was received within the company, the answer to that, not very well. Um, uh, it's, it's a pretty wide ranging interview. Um, the transcripts I've read uh, are really interesting. Uh, it's definitely worth a listen. Um, you know this. This uh, there's so many talented people WB have under their employ mm. um, that they don't utilize the fullest. That they take to be them for, a recurring it, thing. It feels like they t- they take them for granted because it's yeah, not like yeah. they try. Because she also said, uh, "Let's see here. Uh, I've got some of this up here." Um, basically, yeah. Okay. So when asked about whether this is from SI, this is from Extra Mustard. When asked whether the rumors were true that WWE is not happy, she shared the news about testing positive. She said, yeah, I generally just like to be transparent about everything. I'd like to just be honest. There's no shame in having got it. Again, we don't know what's going on with anything. We're all trying to figure it out. So when I tweeted that, I had it. So when I tweeted that I had it, I wasn't doing it like, I got COVID. That was not my MO when I tweeted it. It was mostly, hey, I have it. Also, in case there were people, in case there were people that could have been around me and maybe seen that I had had it, I felt the responsibility to make sure people knew that I was sick, but yeah, it was not well received. And then she says they weren't even like, you shouldn't have posted it, but it was like, we wish you gave us a heads up. It was bad for PR and whatnot. But again, I wouldn't have even thought to be like, Hey guys, I'm going to tweet that I have COVID. Like that was just not what I was thinking about when I posted it. Um, and, uh, let's see here. I thought she said something. 
Um, yeah, she's okay. She said this. She said, "Listen, anything I say on this is going to end up seem, seeming like controversial or like I'm shitting on it, or whatever." But yeah, did I feel a little slighted? I didn't really feel like anyone was all that concerned that I got sick. That bothered me for sure. If the contact you're getting from your company is, you know, d- don't post that you got COVID and not, hey, what you do you right? need? What can we do that to help you? Sucks. Yes. What can we do to help you? That's yeah. going to be a bit disheartening. It is. It is. Uh, on top of that, your show gets canceled. Uh, you find out you got COVID. The company doesn't really seem to care about that, even though, I mean, I don't know where she got it from, but considering, you know, there have been cases within the company, mm. their testing uh, procedures were basically non-existent until the second wave of, of cases happened within the company. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and she talks about how, you know, the, they weren't doing nearly enough initially to keep people safe. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't really shed any new light on WB's business practices. Mm-hmm. It just confirms what you already more or less know, which is uh, they seemingly take uh, their, the, all the talented people that work for them largely for granted. They probably think WB, we're the top of the mountain. We're the greatest wrestling promotion in the history of mankind. Of course, everybody wants to work for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, that seems to be the vibe. Yeah. Um, she also talks a little bit about the potential of her uh, going to AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe she mentioned, uh, here we go. So this is from Cage Side Seats. They have the transcript here. Um, they said, there. she says, there has been no talks with AEW. Literally, the second anybody leaves WWE, it's they're going to AEW. Obviously, I knew it was going to come up. What I found interesting is, as much as I assumed that's what everyone was going to say, more people were like, she's going to go work for Fox or ESPN. A lot of people saw me leaving the wrestling world. Uh, which I was surprised by. Then she actually does confirm she has a non-compete clause. Uh, that That's longer than 90 days, yeah. She said, yeah, she said, if you're if anybody's waiting for me to show up in 90 days, they're going to be waiting a little longer than that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I don't know. She said that she was surprised that people thought that she'd be more apt to go to ESPN or Fox. I just always felt that, like, uh, uh, you know, like her talents are pretty vast and a, and a larger corporation, a larger, you know, larger I think it'd be a yeah. step up, not that AEW yeah. be a step down, but you know, it seems like it'd be a pretty huge step up. But yes. I would imagine if, if she went to AEW and was like, Hey, you know, they'd probably say whatever you want to do, we'll do it. Yeah. But it would, it would seem like a lateral move as a term, as opposed to a move, move up. You know, if she was not that concerned about lateral moves, she could have stayed with WB and did do talking smack again, you know. Mm, yeah, but yeah. you know, she you know has has greater career ambitions. Sees this as a good a good time to to test the waters and see what mm. else she can do. So best of luck to her. Uh, speaking of AEW, we got a preview for the show tonight. Chris Jericho is taking on the bad boy Joey Janela. It's a warrant match for uh, old Jericho before mm. All Out this Saturday. Hey, we're gonna be doing our uh, reaction live stream for that. Yeah, that's right. We are. Saturday. Yeah, John uh, also Moxley. On the card, yes, John Moxley taking on. Uh, MJF's lawyer, Mark Sterling. Ooh, that dirty lawyer. Uh, also, Santana and Ortiz are uh, uh, doing their grudge match thing against the best friends. Uh, they got that. They, they busted up Mama's van. Yes, yeah, is so. is is Sue Beretta going to get involved in this? <laughs> I hope so. And then uh, uh, yeah. finally, uh, the last match here on the preview: Young Bucks and Jurassic Express teaming up against SCU and Private Party. And so, my understanding is the winning team tonight will face each other. At all out, uh, so it's going to be Young Bucks versus. Uh, my gut says SCU, but it might be Private Party. That could be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking too. The young young bucks would be off the all out card entirely. Wait, what's that? No, I'm thinking it's the winning team. So if Young Bucks and Jurassic Express win, they face each other at All Out. If oh, SCU oh, I'm sorry. Win, I thought okay, it's versus. Other. Okay, it's an eight man thing. Okay, for yes, some yes, reason yes. I thought it was two. Okay, tag matches. No, no, no. And the winners no, of no each. I'm okay. thinking SCU and Private Party are going to win, and then the Young Bucks aren't even on the card at All Out. <laughs> no way, man. No way. Young Bucks and Jurassic Express are totally winning that match. <laughs> Young Bucks aren't even going to All Out. That's funny. Storyline, like, man. Storyline. It's, like, it's like Otis cashing in on Roman Reigns right there, man. That ain't never going to happen. Well, we'll see. And, and then, yeah, maybe I'm wrong about that, but people are going to go to All Out to see the Young Bucks, man. Psych. Nobody's going to go to All Out because they can't. 10% well, yeah, people be, can. Yeah, ten, there's 10 500 people? Capacity, yeah. All right. Anyways, thanks for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.